We're here with Tony Sane and Stephanie Gallant. You guys just had, well, a little bit ago. It's tough to get two very busy, important people in the room together. But you guys had a really cool trip together to Africa. And so I figured we had to get a firsthand account of this. Tony, you've done a number of these trips before. Talk a little bit about kind of the different partners involved. I think even when I was chatting with Steph, it was kind of she got the opportunity to go with you and was excited. But it's tough for a normal person to understand kind of all the moving pieces to pull a trip together like this. But it's really kind of something you do a lot of. So how, how do these come together? Um, well, it's, it's a program um, uh, put on by the State Department, the Department of Cultural Affairs. And uh, under Secretary of Clinton, it was really to promote um, the advancement of, of women and girls through sports and education um, and to help us with diplomacy around the world. And so really we work with U.S. embassies and then local NGOs um, and usually former national team players or experts in their field to go over, represent our country, um, do some goodwill, and then uh, get involved in some programmatic um, mm -hmm. um programs and, and hopefully we have positive outcomes and we had an awesome trip and I got to learn a lot and um, get to know Stephanie a little bit better so um, it was it was a cool two weeks. And you were in was it all within Kenya or did you have multiple stops? Talk about kind of the the structure of the trip and kind of the locations you were hitting. Um, well we were only in Kenya we work only with that the, the embassy um, Steph has a better memory of me, so I'll let her, <laughs> I'll let her um, detail the different cities. But we, yeah, we were in basically three major places. So mm -hmm. yeah, we, um, you know, we flew into Nairobi, and then uh, we got a day off to recover. Thank goodness, because it's a, it's a very, very long trip to, to get over there. And I'm a big guy on those flights. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was a little worried about, uh, about how it would go. But um, you know, the, uh, we started off in an, in an area called Kwale, which is, uh, which is on the coast, and. Um, nice hotel on the beach. Nice hotel on the <laughs> beach. Um, I actually just did the review online. Um, so, uh, you know, it was, uh, the, the hotel was absolutely beautiful. It's right on the Indian Ocean. Um, you know, we're not there during the day to take advantage of it, but in the evenings, you know, you go back and, and you kick back and, and get to actually relax, have some nice food, um, and, and it was fantastic. So And monkeys on our balconies. Monkeys on the balconies. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to leave your doors open. We learned that. Um, <laughs> But uh, you know the uh, on the coast we're we're going out to primary schools. So you're in the uh, in the vans and stuff for an hour to two hours to get to these places on we'll call them roads um, as as we're as we're Dirt going roads. dirt roads. Yeah. Uh, and you know you're going into areas where girls are not. Um, they're not promoted to play sports. They're not, uh, they're, it, they drop out of school at early ages. There's a lot of difficulties that, that go on. And so when we go, we don't even know how many we're, we're gonna be working with. Um, parents have to sign permission for them to, to mm -hmm. be able to participate in the program. So, like we would here. Yeah. Like we would here. And I was gonna say the yeah. permission slip signing process, the, I can journey back to mm -hmm. that, the, yeah. the kind of trickery right. of, no, it's a it's a field trip. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Yeah, no, it's uh you know def definitely some cultural uh, yeah. differences. Uh, I learned that Tony can jump rope, um, which was which was kind of uh, kind of fun. Attempted jump rope. Attempted, yeah. Yeah, right. but uh, I mean, it was like those uh, those three stops that we made. Um, you know, by uh, by the end of it, to just see how their faces had lit up and and everything, mm -hmm. it was um, a lot of work, but mm -hmm. very well worth the uh, the yeah. effort. Mm -hmm. So. Um, flew back to 
Nairobi, and we spent uh, spent a couple days with Misa um, in uh, in Nairobi. So we were in the slums, much different in terms of uh, the the boys and the girls were together. Um, mm-hmm. We got to work with them together. The facility is much different. Very urban area. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, you know, a couple of days of that, and you could do higher level things with yep. with that group, which was mm-hmm. uh, which was a lot of fun. Because they had played more, and yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and they had shoes. Yeah, yeah, they were, just with everyone we did clinics with, they were the only place in Kenya that the kids had shoes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and Tony, you've done these in so many different places, and you know, you've done your foundation work locally and kind of nationally, and in so many different places. How did this trip compare to other spots you'd been in terms of? you know, the impact you were having or the communities you were working with, you know, are there, are there things that you see that are kind of a common thread throughout or is each place really kind of unique or is it a mix? What's, what did you see this time? I think every place is very unique. Um, but what you learn is there's poverty and there's wealth in every country in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get to see both. Um, you learn that, you know, if you give a kid a ball or you give them attention, they smile wherever they are in the world. Um, and, um, you know, this place was hot. You know, we've been to a couple of hot places. Pakistan was hot. This place was really hot. I got sunburned, even the top of my head um, got sunburned. Um, and, uh, you know, the embassy here did a great job. They were really, really good. So I think that's one of the things that this trip was really, um, you know, the embassy was, planned it well, but they were also super engaged with us, which, which made the trip um, super welcoming. So it was like we were with people that, that generally like, cared about us. So it, it made our job so much easier. Mm-hmm. Well, and Steph, you've, you've worked with players across the entire country. I mean, you've been a coach for years and you, so you're recruiting in different places mm-hmm. in different regions of the country, but it's still kind of within maybe the, the U S umbrella. Mm-hmm. Talk about the difference between, you know, all of those different experiences you've had here and the difference in terms of when you were actually coaching soccer <laughs> on the field, what was that like working with with kids in a different culture, kids you've yeah. never met before, or you know, kids without shoes. I mean, talk yeah. about what was that like when you were actually working the clinic and well, or working the drills and working with the game. Yeah, I was the very activities. grateful for Tony. The activities, yeah. activities, not was, drills, not drills. Stephanie, we're not in the military. Steph- Tony, right? Stephanie taught me how to coach, and I taught her how to play. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean play soccer; I just mean play. Yeah, that's a very, very accurate description. You know, like I went into it, and you know, I wanted you're to know, trying okay, these kids okay, out. Okay, what are we? <laughs> what are we doing? What's our plan and stuff? And Tony's like, just let's let's just go with this and stuff, you know. He's and like, we're playing. Yeah, we're playing soccer. Yeah, yeah. We're not even soccer. Not even soccer. We're just playing. playing. We're yeah. playing. And you know, and it and it was interesting because you know when we're um, when we're in Quale and and stuff, you know, like it really had to be like fun and just like relays and things that just got them excited and active Mm -hmm. and doing things with the ball, but not like real, real serious. I mean, they don't have the background. They don't have all, all of that to go along with it. But throughout those things, you can add little pieces along the way to see, okay, can we go another step forward from a from a soccer standpoint, or no? Let's pull back and and just keep it um, about having a having a good time and keeping them engaged and enjoying the the overall experience. When we got to um, to Misa, we were able to do a little bit more. 
Tony loves that he can do heading, so um, can do heading. <laughs> so that was that was so uh, that was probably one of the uh, more fun sessions that we got to do. Um, you know, with the with the Misa kids, you could do a higher level of, of soccer, and there were some pretty yeah. talented kids that were uh, that were in that that group. And um, for anyone who was following along to the mega amounts of social media content, well, you guys were over there, just like the volume of pictures and videos was amazing is this were those higher level players is that the folks who had like the man city or man united jerseys or where no. was that no, was, no. Were those so those there? were like you you saw those all over but when we got to the refugee camp mm-hmm. um you know that was that was and we tony and i were having a fun competition we qualified too chelsea i was a chelsea fan she was a man U, so <laughs> we we tried to take pictures and get quotes from wherever we can when we found fans yeah. Yeah. It was cool. I yeah. mean, you would see pic- just the pictures of yeah. you, like, kind of yeah. side by side yeah. with the kid out in, you were out in, like, nowhere. Yeah. yeah. In, like, yeah. A, in, like, a rural area, and the kid's just, like, rocking a Man United shirt yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It just, it just yeah. kind of, like, a fun little. Yeah. It shows you that, like, that was clearly their exposure to the game, or they, right. or they had been exposed and they got to get the jersey. It was yeah. probably really cool. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. No, that part was cool. Um, and to, to piggyback on what, what she says, I, I do like the trips because it forces you to go back to the beginning and really learn about teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, some kids just don't get it, and it's different. And so you really have to look at, like, how and if they're learning and then really, like, count the little wins. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and I think you have to learn patience. Touch the right? tree. <laughs> hey, patience, yes. Touch the tree. So I have a, I have a, I have a game, not a game, but... Um, I do um, uh, require um, attention and respect when we're playing. So when children are not paying attention, especially when the coaches are talking and stuff, we usually look for the farthest thing I can see, which is usually a tree, and I just say, touch the tree. So that was the joke the whole week. Kids touching the tree. That's take a lap. Yeah. That's, yeah. The, that's your yeah. version of take yeah. a lap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go get the tree and come yeah. back. It was, it was funny because the, the very last day at one point, his whole group, and I had two people who were going to touch the tree. Tony's entire group was going to touch the tree, and they get back, and I hear Tony, look at them. They get to play because they're doing what they're supposed to do. This, Tony, this sounds like one of those classic instances is where like a high level world class athlete has to transition to being a coach and now you're putting your like world cup standards on these kids. I think that's what's happening here. I well I if if you talk to Stephanie I, I think it's if you saw me coach it's totally the opposite. Right. I'm we can't um, listen to Stephanie is what you're saying. No 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 I think if you talk to her you, you know you would think that I would go in there as a world cup player and make these I really just want the kids to play. Right. And so the drills that we're doing is literally just to put smiles on their faces. The only standard that I have is respecting each other. Right. Um, if I'm talking and the kids are juggling a ball, then I'll touch the tree. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Now they're getting in shape. They're yes. getting, now they're, yeah. it's good. They're yeah. doing both. Well, and Tony, you, you had some really exciting news earlier this spring when you got announced as a Bush Fellow. So for people who don't follow... That's a really prestigious individual award through the Bush Foundation. It's really, um, I think, different than other kind of grant programs and support programs because it's really focused on the individual and it's really focused on someone who knows what they want to grow within themselves. And I think they intentionally are kind of focused in that way. And you won that this spring, which is so cool. But talk a little bit about what you're hoping to do with that that fellowship and uh, what you're hoping to get out of it. 
Well, it, it was prestigious, and I'm honored to be a part of that fraternity forever. Um, and we had our retreat this last weekend. But um, it really is to invest in yourself to become a better leader. Um, and hopefully, you know, the idea is that they're picking leaders that um, have a positive impact on the community. Um, so I'm going to go back and take some classes and finish up a, a degree um, in urban education. I am going to concentrate on um, developing pathways for people of color. So the idea is to get more teachers and more, just more people into the teaching field, especially um, uh, a more diverse group of, mm -hmm. of, of people, and really not to lower the standards but to lower the, the barriers mm -hmm. um, right now, um, whether it be income, um, housing, transportation, access, time. Mm -hmm. um, and the other thing I'm doing is I really want to work with athletes and professional teams to sort of change the way that we all engage in philanthropy. And, mm -hmm. you know, I should not be the exception. I should be the rule. Yeah. And so, you know, how we give back and and how we connect to the community I think is really important. And we have a different kind of platform. So mm -hmm. I just want to work on seeing if it, are there better ways to, to use it to engage and, and create more positive stories. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, in Minnesota, yeah, Minnesota has big issues with disparities, not just with yeah. teachers of having a lack of teachers of color, but then as a result, or a lot of people say as a result, then our students of color yeah. really suffer. And so that's that's really cool you're working on that. Yeah. And that's, well, and Saint, you can help our schools right in yeah. St. Paul. You can selfishly help improve the schools so that when I have children, they'll go to exactly. the school system. So yeah. I can selfishly benefit from your fellowship. You know what I, I what I say is when we do better, we all do better. That's true. And I'm a selfish person because my job is to make sure everyone in the room is having a good time because I'm going to have a good time. So it's that's what it is. Yeah. It's service yes. to make sure you're having a good time. That's great. Well, and I think um, to to back up and get a little broader, I think one thing that's happening for Minnesota right now with the opening of Allianz Field is you're seeing so many people look at Minnesota soccer either for the first time or with much shinier eyes because they're coming to this beautiful, brand-new, world-class stadium. Second um, best field in the state, right? <laughs> second best field in the state, absolutely. I, I will say, I'm sure... Best stadium, second best field. I'm, yeah, best, <laughs> best stadium, playing surface. I'm sure ELR will probably hold that. It's it's kept pretty pristine by the Gophers, uh, by the Gophers staff. But there's so many more eyeballs on Minnesota soccer right now. There's so much attention to it because so many folks are visiting and getting a chance to see us kind of on the ground. Um, what are some of those next steps you'd like to see the game take in, in Minnesota? Either, Steph, I, you know, I would love for you to comment, or Tony, you can comment <laughs> on a possible NWSL team in the future. That would be great. But I know, Tony, you work so hard on expanding access to the game and things like that. I mean, just talk about the point in time we are now and what this new attention can mean in terms of kind of making those next steps. Well, I just think the game has grown. And, um, you know, one reason for the, the game that's grown, I believe, that is just social media and access and TV yes. and cable. Mm -hmm. So I get up now on Sunday mornings and, you know, I'm watching Chelsea play every week. No problem. You don't need to go search for it and stay up at weird hours of the time. Um, and so people are becoming fans. And then when you put it in your backyard, the local community, like this generation is going to grow up being fans and understanding the game, which is going to bring more investment in the game, reinvestment, and opportunities. And, mm -hmm. and hopefully, um, you know, financial is, isn't a barrier. And, um, and there's, and, and also I think, you know, Stephanie's done a great job over the, you know, the past, you know, 
five years, six years? How long have you been Seven here? Years. Seven years. Been here too, <laughs> you know. But basically, it's been like the highest level of, of you know, of, of soccer in the state, um, and especially you know, an opportunities for women. So, um, I think they're, you know, they've had some girls go on and, and and play at a higher level, and hopefully, this team decides to invest in that as well because it, it would be great to have, you know, a, a women's team as well here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely agree with everything that, that Tony said, um, particularly that, uh, you know, like hopefully there's um, there's a push to look at expanding to the to the women's side of things. Um, you know, I think uh, you see the, the women's side in, in the country uh, doing well. And, you know, the league itself um, has to have sustainability and, and growth mm-hmm. and create those opportunities because there are opportunities all over the world for women to play. And the more opportunities that we can create to keep them here, the higher the level kind of kind of goes. And you know, we right now within uh, Gopher Athletics are talking about: is there an opportunity for us to maybe push to do something at uh, at Allianz that demonstrates um, mm-hmm. that it can be successful? So, hey, so would you let them practice on your field? <laughs> the Minnesota United. No, the the women's the, the women's, yeah, the, women's team? I, if if we had an opportunity to be able to host an event at Allianz, absolutely. That's the trade. We yeah, can, we that, gotta, we that's the do official first another. offer okay. to Minnesota United. Well, and I think this is a World Cup year. I mean, that's exciting. I mean, there's there's going to be so many more folks similar to like a new stadium draws new people to Minnesota. A World Cup year draws mm-hmm. everyone to the women's national team and getting mm-hmm. to watch them play in France. And the time difference isn't too bad, so we sh- we'll all just be spending a lot of afternoons leaving work early, maybe. But that's I mean that's so exciting and uh, and I think the other thing is people don't realize that in the NWSL or any league the location matters so much mm-hmm. because the margin for financials is so tight that having local mm-hmm. players be on your reserve team or be squad yeah. players or be practice players all these other teams have just like university players graduate and just hang out and be their reserve team so we have plenty of Gopher graduates ready to be your reserve team, Minnesota. Um, and Steph, I know the Gopher fans read that as player parents would be very upset if I did not ask you to give an update on how the spring season went. I will give my my constant refrain that we can all take spring results and spring season with giant grains of salt, yep. especially they, when the coach is on the road. Yeah, <laughs> especially yeah, when the, the coach is on a different so. continent. But. Um, yeah. You have a big class coming in in the yep. fall, a huge class, including some really kind of high-level transfers mm-hmm. who are going to come in. Um, but in terms of the players who are here, who were a few that really stuck out and stepped up and put in some effort to kind of raise their raise their game this year? Yeah, spring? sure. Um, I'll kind of go a player by by each line. So you know, up front, Haley Harkmeyer, um, you know, was a was a great. Um, it was a great example of somebody who has just been consistently uh, patient and you know putting in putting in some work. You know where where she had fallen behind and what was what was tough for her when she transitioned to Minnesota when she transferred in um, was she'd always been able to get by just on her athleticism and everything else kind of was was based on that. And when you come into a team like ours where there's a lot more than just that. Um, 
you've got to be very quick to put mistakes behind you and you've got to put in a lot of effort to grow technically so that tactically we can we can help you and she's done that really really well and you know this this spring she was uh she was somebody who was consistently dangerous um you know didn't get a lot out of it um to to this point but has taken a step to be somebody who um who's competing to to be on the field for us in the in the fall in the midfield uh selena you know, Selena has really, really stepped up, and it's funny because at one of the alumni things that we had in the in the spring, um, Emily Heslin even made the comment, "God, I wish you would have been like this when when we were here." And I was like, "Well, maybe it's because you're not here." No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> maybe it's because you were taking up some space. Yeah, so maybe yeah, you were taking up yeah. some space in the midfield. But uh, you know, it's it's kind of um, she stepped up as a leader. Uh, she's uh, super dynamic on the ball. Um, she's showing that she can cover the ground defensively that we need her to, to be able to do. Um, tempo type player, can slow the game down when it needs to, can speed it up when it needs to, and dangerous um, in, the, in the attacking third. So, And she's starting to step up vocally. She's starting to become a leader, which she never had to do because she had Emily and Molly in there with her. So you know, her taking that, uh, that on her shoulders has been fantastic. Um, and then in the, in the back, um, you know, I think Marissa uh, made some really, really nice strides this this spring, and you know, Marissa played a ton in the in the fall, but grew even more throughout the the course of the spring. And we had to shift her into a center back just because we had to, um, not because that's where we're looking to to play her necessarily, but you know, to be willing to do what the team needed uh, to step up. And you know, she she actually became the most vocal player in the in the back line, um, and and she showed that she has a, a better understanding tactically on a whole than what we even knew that that she did so she's she's somebody who she wants to be a leader moving forward and she's putting um a lot of intentional work into becoming that the leader that the team needs Mm -hmm. so that's great well and we have we will have plenty of time to daydream and imagine who's going to start for the team in the fall we'll get to (laughs) think about that all summer long and into camp but tony steph thank you so much for stopping by it's an amazing trip you guys took over to Kenya and Tony. I know you're going to keep doing this moving forward, I'm sure. I'm sure they're not going to be able to stop you from doing those trips abroad, so that's great. We'll, we'll hope to catch up with you again. And you do so much work in the in the area, too. Um, Steph, Gophers are, are going strong, so thanks so much, guys. Thanks for Thank having you. me. Thank you.